I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. How goes it? And we are going to do a little... We had a cliffhanger last week. We Ooh, we, <laughs> we left off... Uh, well, it's been a really... It's been a busy year on the Must Your Music podcast because we killed off the Natalie Weiner character. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a cliffhanger last week where we said we were going to talk about our favorite albums of the year so far. And now that Q1, which is... Uh, Industry talk for the first three months of the year is over. It's not industry talk. It's just the first quarter of the calendar year. No one says Q1 is not in an industry, though. Well, like business people do. Yeah, that's why I said industry. Oh, I see. I I thought you meant music music industry. industry. I just said industry. (laughs) Fair. I chose my words carefully. Um, Anyway, don't come for me. (laughs) Yeah, fairly Um, What was I? Oh, yeah. So now we are going to talk about our favorite albums of the year so far. Um, And we actually just posted a thing on billboard.com. Of all of uh, like twenty seven yeah. staff picks of our favorite albums, so we're going to cover a little bit of the same territory, but also branch out and also explain our choices. And then also we are going to come for Lindsay on a couple of her, yeah, or specifically one of her choices. Yeah, I hear it's not a fan favorite, but <laughs> yeah. it's a my favorite. So. Um, but yeah, but we'll get to that later. So yet another tease. So. Ooh. Um, By the way, before we start, Nat- Natalie is fine. We actually didn't kill off that. <laughs> no, Natalie is She's alive. She's thriving. Natalie's alive and well. She's at Bleacher Report. Um, she got to interview Russell Wilson, who's like her favorite human. So, so I think she's, life she's is good doing for really her. well. Yeah. I just like pretending that when someone leaves the podcast, that they get like killed off. What happened to me then? You got killed off, and then Rose from the we Lazarus yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Comeback story. All right. Right. The comeback kid, Jason Lipschutz. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, all right. Let's start with. Um, well, let's start with one of Lindsay's picks. Uh, this is one I love as well, Khalid, yes. the album American Teen. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about it. So let's do that. Um, it's a really great album. His the single Location is actually one of my least favorite songs off the album. Ooh. Yeah, Curveball. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's the type of album for me where you can just play it through multiple times, and it sort of has a nice flow to it that way. Yeah, there's like a real kind of like story arc to it. Yeah. And 18, I love. Right. There's another song I love that I forgot to write down the name of. Title track is so good. Title track is great. Yeah. Um, it's just like also like he is, I think he's what, 19 now? Yeah. But he was like 17 when he started working on a lot of this. And it's just like so like his voice and what he's talking about like really seems like 
very like mature. Like he's got a very like complete mental view. Mature, but at the same time, it's funny when you hear him talk about things like living at your parents' house and just like you know things that yeah. happen when you're 17 through 19. Right. Well, but you live at your parents' house, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they put me in the basement. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is just, like, one of those ones, I mean, I heard the singles, and I was like, oh, this, these are good, and then I, like, was shocked, like, how, like, fully, I don't know, like, the album is just, like, a real complete piece. Exactly, yeah. Well, what's cool for me was that, uh, I was, I was in LA for Grammy Week, and he did a showcase, this was a couple weeks before the album came out, and... You know, I figure I, I honestly figure that it wouldn't get a lot of buzz just because it's Grammy week. There are so many shows going on in LA and it was at the Roxy and it was sold out and people were screaming for this kid and holding up signs like he was a boy band member. Um mm-hmm. and that's when really when like it, it was a good indication that, you know, he he's somebody to pay attention to and obviously the the I agree with you guys that the album really lived up to that, just in terms of how inventive it is and, and how he's uh, it, it you know it's a crowded lane that he's entering in terms of like R&B pop music mm-hmm. but he with his voice and and his songwriting i think really distinguishes himself yeah um what's your favorite so wait so location's not your favorite so what is your favorite on the album um i think it's another sad love song i think that's the title right mm-hmm. that one gets stuck in my head often and then coasting good one yeah i think that probably would be my favorite all right what about you jason do you yeah i like the title track i think the title track is my i like location a lot um just as like a single and, mm-hmm. a, and a good like introduction to the album but yeah i like american teen all right well let's listen to a little bit of the album i guess let's listen to american teen then. oh no well let's go let's go with Lindsay. it's Lindsay's pick <laughs> well she she picked Made location take it and over, then jason wow. <laughs> just, just for those listening Lindsay, we before the podcast i was like well let me know which song we should play in the podcast and she oh. said location but then she comes on the podcast and well, is like i don't even like that song no i do like it but compared to the rest of the song it's not my favorite all but right, i think fine. it's a good entry point well let's for those okay, okay, all right well let's let you the listener at home decide uh so it's khalid location from american teen which is one of Lindsay's picks for best albums of the year so far and i it's i would it's up there probably in my like, sure. top 10 as well and like dan rice who also works at billboard stands for this one hard so let's yes, listen to is. location from khalid Take advantage, don't leave my heart damaged to understand that things go a little bit better when you plan it. Oh, so won't you send me your location? Let's focus on communicating, cause I just need a time and place to come through. All right, that was Khalid. Uh, Jason, which which lip shots pick do you want to talk lip about first? Well, I want to pick uh, one that I know Lindsay is a big fan of as well, which is Muna uh, mm-hmm. about you. Great debut album. Uh, another another kind of artist that's that's entering a crowded lane of mm-hmm. of this kind of alternative pop and and uh, but Muna's a, a, a band on RCA Records. Um, and they just make really spectacular pop songs. Like it's it's hard to really go more in depth about it. I, I mean, they have songs that are about you know about love and and you know moving on from heartbreak and, and stuff like that. But their their voices are just really powerful. And I think that what I like about them the most is how their songs are arranged. Where 
you have a song like my my favorite song is End of Desire and which we actually talked about on the Must Hear Music podcast I think a little we did yeah this is this is a band we featured on the podcast before maybe a month or two ago yeah uh, and just how like that song like starts like in media ray like how it just goes college term there yeah Uh, but it just go, it just goes into that first verse with no intro, and then you have, like the single "I Know a Place," which is it kind of bubbles for ten seconds and then just glides from there. Mm-hmm. And like loudspeakers, another one that uh, the that build up at the end really always gets me. I, I just think that they're doing things not in in the most genius way. It's not like a groundbreaking album, but there it's a very solid pop album that has parts to it that that are really interesting and experimental when you dig into it so Muna they're great great live too Brandon yeah. and Lindsay at, at the Muna show yes we did see each other there <laughs> you um, sound disappointed <laughs> about that but that's okay let's try and have a night out Jason <laughs> um yeah they're great live and I think that they sound a little more rock live actually yeah. um with the guitars and the, the way they do their production but you said the album itself isn't groundbreaking, but I do think like they're all inclusive message and what they stand for. And the sure. album itself is genderless, which I think is pretty cool of them to have done. It's a great point. Yeah. So I think in ways they are sort of a groundbreaking trio. Um, I have to eat that Jason. So yeah. I'll yeah. leave it at that. I stand, I stand corrected. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think I, you know, we, we talked about this in the podcast before and I, I like it. It's one of those things where like, my first impression was like, oh, there's a lot of bands that already sound like this. But like, you're right. Like the yeah. songs and the, I guess like the builds in each of them, like are like I put it on and in the background, and you know, like sometimes stuff like that, you kind of just forget that it's on. But there were like several times listening to the album, I was like, wow, this is like very like well put together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for it, for those who aren't familiar with Muna, um, imagine like Heim, but a little bit more synthesizer. That's yeah. kind of how mm-hmm. I would describe them. So. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, this is one of those things where it's like, do I need more of this in my life? Like, maybe not, yes. but whenever it's on, yes. if I'm listening to it, I'm, like, enjoying it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so let's uh, listen to a little bit of that. Muna, about you. Uh, loudspeaker was the song. Yeah, like Loudspeaker that, right? Rules, yeah. All right, Rules. All right. Rules. It's a great song. Let's do it. Uh, Muna, Loudspeaker. Right, that was Muna. Um, side note on Muna, I feel like I mean they've been getting good notices from you know the blogosphere. But like, you walk into the Billboard office if you like if somehow like a person's existence was just confined to this office, you would think that Muna was like the biggest band, the biggest thing in the world. Like <laughs> basically, it's Muna like Drake and Muna is like the only thing you're gonna Drake hear about. Drake and Muna, the two biggest artists wow. on the planet. Yeah, I guess that's High fair. Praise. There's there's a lot of Muna love. People are over the Muna for this uh, band. I'm gonna run out and slam my head in the refrigerator. Um, all right, let's see one of my picks. Uh, Laura Marling, album Semper Femina. Uh, the song I'm picking is Noel, uh, but the whole album, I'm, I'm a fan of hers. I mean, it's like, if you're not familiar, she's on her sixth album. Um, 
but she's one of those artists you can really just like pick up any one of like start listening to any one of her albums like you uh, you know I wouldn't be like oh you have to like start at the beginning and work your way yeah. up um she is a really I, I would say I'm a huge Joni Mitchell fan like Joni Mitchell's in my like top five of all time blue is maybe my favorite album Ooh. um and she's there's that Joni Mitchell-esque thing where she's like got got a, a beautiful kind of tremulous voice. She's very intricate uh, acoustic guitar picking. Uh, you know, uses like other orchestration very sparingly, but very gorgeously. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like even if you're not really like honing in on her lyrics, like you listen to the music and you just like kind of feel like crying but in like a beautifully cathartic way beautiful slow motion cry. crying yeah exactly and sometimes you need that sometimes you need a good uh good cry slow-mo um but yeah i i love i think the new album is just like probably like as good as anything she's ever done i'm not saying it's like her best but it's just like there's two songs in particular noel and the valley that i just like mm. hone in on that I are like, like the valley heartbreakers um but what do you guys think about it yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Laura Marling fan, uh, even though it's it's kind of right up my alley. I, I will say I was listening to this album first before you. I was like, have you heard that new Laura Marling? And you're like, no, not yet. And I was like, oh, it's very Joe Core. I think you I called, called it, it Joe Core. Yeah. Yeah. Lynch Core. Lynch Core, I, I think. Yeah. yeah uh, but, but yeah, I, it's 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 definitely very pretty. Uh, I haven't really connected with it yet in, in a way that I keep returning to it. Um but I, I, I've listened to it a couple times. We, we had, we featured her in Billboard magazine. Uh, I listened to it, and, and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, like you said, intricate. And, and her, she's always great. Like there, mm-hmm. there's, I, my, my thing with her is that I kind of wish she would strive a little bit outside her comfort zone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, like I, I basically listen to every Laura Marling album. And I'm just like I'm always like oh yeah like that's yeah like what what would you say about this album is like something that like I can sink my teeth into or is it just you think like that steadiness factor? I think there's a steadiness. Yeah, I mean I I, I guess I can hear what you're saying, <clears throat> um, but I think she's very kind of like Lucinda Williams like is one of those artists like each new album isn't really that different than the last yeah but like there's just such there's something to be said for like a consistent catalog there's someone who can like every whatever three years put out just like rock solid songs in the same vein um but I hear what you're saying like there is an element where it's like well is this that different from the last album like short answer not really, <laughs> but I think what works, and similarly, like, you could also be, like, well, you know, like, singer-songwriter stuff, like, that we perfected that in the 70s. Why do we need someone doing it in 2017? Um, and I would tend to agree with that, like, but I just think she's so good um, in terms of just her voice, is, her voice is special to begin with. Yeah. Um, but just the song construction and the intricacy of... Uh, how she puts like her guitar with the strings and everything it just it rises above and like to do something that's kind of an, a retro genre and then like you know i guess like muna like you need it just needs to be better than like yeah. 90% of what's out there cuz yeah. right. musically what you're doing isn't groundbreaking but if you're going to stand above the pack just be the best at it yeah. and i think that's what i i really don't to my reckoning there's like no one doing this better right now mm-hmm. the 70s like teary-eyed singer-songwriter thing so cool that's my take one man's take (laughs) Uh, but what what do you think Lindsay yeah I agree more with Jason on this um I didn't love it I used to be a huge fan of singer-songwriters and have sort of moved away from that just Mm -hmm. because I think I do like want more yeah and this album is just a little bit 
sleepy for me. That's fair. That being yeah. said, she does have a beautiful voice, and I could listen to it all the way through, but I probably wouldn't revisit it. Mm-hmm. And I actually haven't revisited it. Well, there we go. So point proven there. Um, all right. Well, we've got two against one, but uh, let's listen to a little bit of it. So Laura Marling from her sixth album, Semper Femina, which is, I think, I, I read this online. I didn't know this. Taken from a Virgil poem, apparently. Yes. Um, you say that like you, you read no, that no, and you were I, like, oh, of course, that's from a Virgil. <laughs> Come poem. on. Yeah. How could you not know that? Um, anyways, the song is called Noel. Let's uh, listen to a little bit of that. Oh, Noel, you know me well. And I didn't even show you the sky. Fickle and changeable, semper When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, all right, let's do a Jason pick. Oh, let's bring it back to Jason. So this is uh, so it's Stormzy. Yeah, the album is very, perhaps the most different from Laura Marling. <laughs> yeah, Stormzy sounds exactly like Laura Marling. <laughs> um, so UK grime artist uh, Stormzy yeah. song is Gang Signs and or the album is Gang Signs and Prayer. Song is Big for Your Boots, which is the single, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you you talk about why you like this before I uh, I give my man take. I just I just love this. I mean, I'm a, I'm a you know I'm not a huge grime guy. Uh, I w- I was more into like grime in college, and then I mm. got into like UK dubstep and and all that kind of stuff. And and now it's kind of more. <laughs> Joe, why are you? Just, <laughs> what? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, what nothing. Do what, what do, do I got? Um. The, and this is a, a bad critical perspective, what I'm about to say. This is bad music criticism. <laughs> but I just, like, I don't know. Like, honestly, like, UK rappers, like, like okay, I lo- like, Dizzy oh, Rascal's yeah. first album, like, mm-hmm. Boy in the Corner, I love. That's great. Yeah. But, like, there's something about just, like, a UK, with the British accent rapping, like, I really have a hard time taking it seriously. Wow. I get that. And Very it offensive. also, it is offensive. <laughs> and I would say in this case, like, I like Big for your boots, like his rapping is great. Like just on, like statistically, whatever, like scientific breakdown. Like he does a great job, great flow. But I would say musically, like there's like this like faux like choral thing going on in the background. It's just like so good. 
almost like like it's it's trying to be so serious and dark that it's just like kind of goofy to me. Like oh, it's almost like like a John Williams like duel of the face. Like it's too much. Like it's just. Oh, I'll take that. It's like yeah. so serious that I'm just like, all right, all right, come on. Well, that's the whole. So the whole thing back. about this album uh, is that there's songs like "Big for Your Boots" that are very like. You know they're very like uh, aggressive and jacked up and and almost like you know chest thumping singles. Uh, there's a couple of them. There's a song called "Cold" that's that's just awesome and it's just about how he's the coldest man in the whole world. Uh, he's basically like the Jack Frost of hip hop. But uh, there's you also mean like very... Jack Frost with Michael Keaton of hip hop, <laughs> right? He yeah he did pass away and come back as a snowman. That is Stormzy's backstory. <laughs> That's awesome. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, anyway, St- Stormzy is uh, to. I'm sorry. We, we kind of fast forwarded. Uh, he's a he's a new grime artist. Uh, he's really blowing up overseas. I think he's only like 23 or 24, and uh, this is his his first album. And yeah, I mean, Big for Your Boots is is the big single. But there's and, and there's a lot of like I said like aggressive stuff on here that I really connect with. But he's also really good at like R and B and kind of slowing things down on this album. And he has a song with Kehlani that's that's beautiful. I, I did yeah, like that, that song. song. Is good. I will okay, hundred percent give you that. So you guys are yeah. more into like like affectionate uh, Stormzy cigarettes that's and fine. Kush. Yeah, I like. I thought I did like that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think like overall the the album is very balanced and and you you get kind of a good idea of who he is. Like there's some you know like hip-hop like again like chest thumping like i said but there's also like he talks about how he was depressed and he talks Mm -hmm. about how much he loves pop music and he talks about growing up and and like coming from a really hard background like i i i get like a good idea of who this this guy is immediately Mm -hmm. from this album and honestly i would say like this is probably the album i've listened to the most so far this year it's just Mm. really great front to back i i the first time i listened to it was um I guess a couple month, maybe like a month ago when we had a big snowstorm and I was shoveling to it and it actually mm-hmm. pumped me up while I was shoveling, which is cool. Uh, right back so, to Jack Frost. Yeah, right back. <laughs> wow. So many Full parallels. <laughs> so I was, even though I was cold, I listened to cold and I warmed my heart. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Listen to Stormzy. What, what do you guys think? I'm somewhere in between. Like I, I find him humorous, but I don't know why. But I can still listen to him and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I don't hate it. I don't love it. Okay. But yeah, I listen to it and I guess it's like feel good music because he does kind of make me laugh in a way, especially if I'm watching the music <laughs> video. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a good album. <laughs> okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, what did you think, Joe? I already said what I, I think. I think well, he hates it, maybe. I don't hate it. No, I. <laughs> that sucks, I, man. I uh, it's just, I, like I said, I have a hard time with. Um, British, the British accent and rapping at the same time, and I guess also like stylistically, like grime just also isn't my thing. Um, but I, you know, like I said, I thought the flow on Big for Your Boots was incredible. Um, I mm-hmm. did like cigarettes and Kush. Yeah, um, I, like I think he's, ta- I think he's talented. I think it's just one of those things where I have to be like, I have to admit, like this just doesn't like. I, there's something about me and my taste that like just okay. it's not going to work for this. But you were, a, you are a big Dizzy Rascal guy. I wouldn't say a big Dizzy Rascal. I would say I loved the first album. Did, and were you at the my, show last year where he did it? I did. Full? I wasn't, and I really wanted to go, amazing, but I had a. He, he, he did the, the his first album last yeah. for those listening live. Um, yeah, but. 
What are you going to do? Well, listen he to Stormzy. No, you can. Stormzy can. <laughs> you can. So, <laughs> gang signs and prayer. Listen to it. All right. Well, let's listen to Big For Your Boots. Uh, this is the lip shots pick for best of the year so far. If mad is a family thing, straight family thing. Don't want a bro, no salary thing. Had a painting called Amy telling me to come round hers on a Valerie thing. Hashtag Murky Academy thing. Coming like art in the gallery thing. Don't boy there when I chat about bars, when I chat about crud. But, 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 you're getting way too big for your boots. You're never too big for the boot. I got the big size toes on my feet. Your face ain't big for my boots. Kick up the you. Man, know that I kick up the you. Then boy there try to suck the truth. All right, that was Stormzy. Uh, let's move on to another contentious British artist. Uh, oh, here we go. Reagan Bone Man. The album is Human. Uh, and this is a Lindsay pick. Apparently so, an unpopular pick. Well, why don't you talk about talk about why you like Rag and Bone Man? I love his voice. It's so it's deep, raspy, and soulful. And he's like this big burly dude, but he sings like about very tender topics. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. The two singles that hit big were the lead single "Human" and "Skin," which I get why they hit big because they're more up tempo and they have a little bit more going on. But I actually find like. Um, I think it's called The Bitter End, and some of his slower songs that are pretty raw, let me tell you. I've, I've only heard the two singles. When he gets slow, does he get a little more sensual? or like? Yeah, what? yeah. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to ask him, but... I, I won't, but... <laughs> well, I'll ask him for you. If Please. you're listening, Rag and Bone Man, have you, we have, it, to talk. have you talked to Rag and Bone yet? I have yet? not. Oh, uh, all right. We're gonna, we have to change We've that. got the world's number one Rag and Bone fan on <laughs> yeah. this podcast, yeah. and it is Lindsay. It's me, yeah. It is me. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, people that I've talked to around the office here... Don't share in my love. That's accurate. <laughs> Two um, of which are in this room. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, wait, so wait, so what What really, like, what made you put it from I like it to, like, my pick for this? The fact that I actually picked it up off your desk. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. thank you, Jason. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and I listened to it once. And then, like, the whole weekend, I kept, I actually listened to this and Khalid's album sort of, like, back and forth like through all the way and I still do that um, I have a playlist with just their two albums in it nice. so yeah and I they go really well together I think because Khalid they do something similar in terms of soul but Khalid's just more pop mm-hmm. Rag and mm-hmm. Bone Man is more like southern gritty rock almost I think honestly like half the problem with Rag and Bone Man is his name like honestly like if if he just like released that album as like John Turner I think his name is Rory Graham. That's a great name. Rory Graham Rory is a good Graham. name. Yeah. If I made that up, you should go by Rory Graham. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think that's part of the problem is like, oh, what are you listening to, Joe? Oh, Rag and Bone Man. It sounds. It sounds like a. It sounds like a, a horror movie. But anyway. <laughs> um. Well, wait. So I'm. I'm also. I want to call out your your blurb on Billboard.com Let's about talk this about album. Talk about the blurb. Poor so Lindsay. this also has. <laughs> this has a, no, I'm not. Not a bad way. This also has a cosign from a very important person in your life, right? Oh yes, of course, Dad. If you're listening, <laughs> oh, this one's for you. Dad likes Rag and Bone Man. Yeah, rag my, and bone my dad, dad does this great awesome. Rag and Bone Dad. He does this great <laughs> thing where when he's listening to a song on the radio that he loves, he like makes a point of pulling over to text me about it. So it happened with this song. It happened with Portugal the Man's new song. I feel it still. I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's usually Portugal how I dad. know Portugal yeah. the Dad. Yeah, oh, wow. that's usually how I know it's it's a good song, and he's a fan. I'm a fan by association. The Havens that's clan nice. is it's all on fan. the ragging. I can't. Bone I can't. Man. I can't 
criticize anything that connects you and your father musically. Right? Well, yeah. I so. can. And am I ever? <laughs> no, I'm just, so let's hear it now, huh? Um, it just, I don't know. It doesn't, uh, yeah, like well, the whole, like, it's, you're right. Like, everything you said about it is right. Like, he does have a good voice. It's just, like, so, like, I don't know, like white soul rock. It's just like lame to me. I can't, I can't do it. I guess well, I understand that, but yeah, what, you're wrong. yeah. What honestly, I was gonna say, I actually did listen to it before before this, uh, and yeah, he does have a really good voice. I just don't like them, like his style of music. Like, I think that, the, the human song is pretty good. Skin, I like had to like force myself to get through. What? It's like. I don't know, it's just like, it was a little too, it was like gritty but polished, and I was like, uh, it's just like trying to have it both ways, like, and have that can. that southern grit, but also like, clearly aim towards radio, and I'm like, uh, just don't, just, don't do uh, either, actually, well, like, I'm opting out. What's <laughs> funny is, I always, uh, for a while, I mixed up Human with that, uh, that Kaleo song, Kaleo? Kaleo? Kaleo. Kaleo song, Way Down We Go. Oh, interesting, because I can see they, that. Because it's a very, like, they're very, like, meaty, like, and it's kind similar, of like Yeah, similar there. vibe there. But, you know, yeah, it's just not, it's not, not for me, but I, uh, I respect, I respect, like I said, anything that brings havens closer together. And, and Absolutely. yeah, I will, I will say, like, I honestly do think, like, he'll for sure be big in, I think he already is big in Britain. He's huge, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, I do, I could see this breaking through in the U.S. Like, you are right to, like, call this out. I could see this yeah, being popular. Love this song. Um, we're and in the like minority. him having a, like, legit career, so. Yeah, I think so, too. We're just snobs and haters, is what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Rag and Bone fans will win the day. Yeah. Um, but let's listen to a little bit of it. So let's listen to Skin, right? Was yeah, the one your you wanted favorite to, song off the my album. My fave <laughs> song on the album. Uh, Reagan Bone Man Human Album. This is one of the singles, Skin. So far now it's hard to tell. Yeah, we came so close. It was almost love. It was almost love. It was almost love. When I heard that. All right, uh, last and not least is one of my picks. Uh, the artist is Gabriel Garzon Montana. The album is called Jardine. Uh, the song I wanted to hone in on is Sour Mango. Um, the whole album to me though is a, is a really just like interesting, um, like genre, like it's, it's just almost like a genre. F- I guess if you had to like say like, you know, like force a label on it, I would tell someone it's like kind of like psychedelic soulful R&B but yeah. like they really like it touches on so many things like it's clear I, I don't know this guy I've never interviewed him but it's just it's clear to me that he's like drawing on just like everything from like hip hop yeah. to jazz to rock to soul like he see, I would imagine that his record collection is massive um, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like all like stews together in like a, a gumbo and then comes out in this very like um, intricately constructed like stylistically diverse album um, I love Sour Mango. It's got these like cool staccato hand claps. It's got these like kind of like halting woozy strings. It's just every every song is very has a lot of strange choices for the instruments, which I appreciate. Like, you know, he'll he'll take his hook and then he'll like do something weird with it, basically. Yeah. Um, which makes for me that means I can like listen to it over and over and not get sick of it. So um, it's just a very like different. It's just one of those things that just kind of comes out of nowhere. I mean, he originally got famous because Drake. Uh, it's, I think sampled or interplayed one of his songs for Jungle, um, but you know I don't want to like pigeonhole him as like a Drake related person because yeah. he's really just a unique 
um, artist and just uh, kind of one of those people. I'm like, I just, I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah, him. me too. Just because on this album, he did put so much out there. So I think it's interesting to see if he'll pick a lane going forward, if he'll just do more of everything. Right. Yeah. I think he does a good job at everything. I think so once. too. Yeah. Actually, I totally missed this album until you brought it up. So I'm happy yeah. you did because it is yeah, it's really good. Same. Snapping. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's very pleasant and and like very bright and warm on this like cold rainy day. I was right. listening to it. I was like, yeah, it's getting a better frame of mind. Yeah. Getting ready for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's. Wow, you really connected with that. Oh, I'm glad you guys liked it. Uh, <laughs> after that drubbing Laura Marling took just uh, 10 yeah. minutes ago. Get out of here. No. <laughs> glad we brought it back in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, and his voice is, is just kind of this, uh, it's, it's great soulful voice, but also this kind of like fragility to it. Um, uh, all music had a really good review of this album where they said it's like he, and this is a weird description, but they made it like, they were like, he sings, like he's like looking into the sun and squinting. And it was like, that's a very odd description, but is a hundred percent accurate for this. I like that. Um, I like it too. So thanks all music. Um, anyways, let's listen to uh, Sour Mango. So I, if I did from the album, I would say if you're if you're curious, check out Sour Mango and Fruit Flies. Those are my two faves. But let's listen to Sour Mango now. Okay, so that was uh, Gabrielle Garzon Montana. The album is Jardine, and that's all we got. Um, but if you're curious about more picks that Billboard staffers have made for uh, best albums of the year so far, uh, we did a 27 album gallery on Billboard.com. 27, wow, um, that's a lot of albums. It's a lot of albums, and I mean, and that runs for a everything. Quarter of the year. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's, I'm actually glad we did this because I feel like we were kind of talking about this the other day, weren't we? Like. It's it's just so easy. There's so much music out there, and yeah. it's really easy, at least for me, to yeah. feel like I get left behind. Like at the end of the year, I'm like looking at these like best of lists, and I'm like, Jesus, like I was, I meant you to listen to that so album much. ten months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like having a like little quarterly check in is kind of nice to like, you know, force yourself to like keep up on Catch these up. things, keep tabs on this new music. Love it. Um. But yeah, and, and the list on .com is everything from like Drake and Ed Sheeran, the big names, to some of the like up and comers, like we've talked about on this podcast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it out and tweet us your favorite albums or songs of the year so far, please. And next week we'll be back to just a regular old podcast. You know what next week is, my man? What? Oh yes. We're talking about some Harry Styles. Oh yeah, that'll be talking exciting. We Harry get to talk Styles. about new Harry Styles. And uh, I also did an interview with Jason, who is an awesome indie oh, cool. band, uh, the lead singer of that. I talked to her. So we'll have her interview too. So we're going to end this podcast with yet another tease. So <laughs> stay tune in better next tune week. In. Also, so yeah, that Harry Styles, it's called Sign of the Times. Like, doesn't he know there's a Prince song? Like, what is he, what is he doing? Does I'm sure Lana he does know? know that. I guess it's we'll just, talk about that next week. We'll figure this out next week. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for listening. Uh, tweet any and all of us your picks for this year thus far. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.